Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and paranormal. And I wanted right off the bat to thank Jennifer Runyon Corman from Ghostbusters fame. She will be coming back on the show this summer. And I promise you I will have time to ask her all the questions that I couldn't ask her on this past episode. I get a lot of emails about Jennifer from listeners who just want to know everything about her. So I will save those emails that I got and ask her those very questions the next time she appears. And tomorrow we're going to have a special bonus episode with a topic that I've been trying to cover for about a year now, but I waited until I could have this special guest on to cover it. What that topic is, is going to be a surprise, but stay tuned tomorrow and you will find out. But today, we're going to cover a topic which is deep-rooted in Irish folklore, but it does have basis in reality as well. And it is, again, from Irish folklore, and it is the Banshee. Now, where does the word Banshee comes from? come from? It is from the ancient Irish, I should say, wording of Bainside, which means fairy woman or woman of the fairy mound. And it describes a sinister female spirit known to be the harbinger of death through her unearthly screaming, sobbing, or wailing. In the lore, the Banshees are usually portrayed as female, but she can take another form on occasion. And her general description is of a filthy old hag, but in some stories, she's a beautiful young maiden. There was one woman who had an encounter, and she described her as having an odd-shaped, gleaming face, a mass of red hair, and eyes that would have been beautiful, but her expression was hellish, and she had on a green hood and was fashioned after an old Irish peasant. Now, clothing and eye color and hair color differ depending on who's telling the story and what encounter they've had. The common heights seem to vary in terms of half the stories say she's about eight feet or more, and the other half say she's three or four feet. So again, it may depend on what the encounter is and who she is, uh, what should I say, creeping out or haunting? (laughs) Uh, Another common trait of a banshee encounter is the sound of crows or screeching cats, and even on occasion, howling dogs. Now, there are many stories from Ireland in the 1800s and 1900s, some of which I will read. Uh, There was one who said her mother was this young girl's mother was standing looking out the window of their house near Cork and suddenly she saw a white figure standing on a bridge which was easily visible from the house. The figure waved her arm toward the house and then the mother heard the wail. Now of course the wail associated with the banshee which is piercing and hideous and it lasted a long time and sadly the woman's father passed away the very next day as he was taking a walk. In March of 1900, there was a mother who was very ill, and the young lady and the nurse heard wailing and screams from under the sick woman's bed. 
Naturally, they looked all around. They could not find anything. They didn't know what the source was of the screams. And they went to the front door and saw a woman kneeling down in the woman's yard, wailing and screaming, and then disappeared. And sadly, the very next day, the woman's mother died. There was another Banshee incident in 1894 where this man had a toothache and he didn't feel well at all. And the family members were becoming concerned because he was just getting progressively more sick and and ill. And sure enough, that night, they heard a knock at the door and the family members naturally at that evening, especially in that year, were like, what is going on here? So they answered the door and there was an old hag at the door. She looked up at the family, screamed, and then ran toward the home as if she was going to enter. But before she could get to the doorstep, she disappeared. And sadly, the gentleman died the very next morning. So are these things, these banshees, causing death or are they merely the Irish version of a grim reaper and in some cases it seems that the banshee are hereditary they follow certain family members there was one incident where an entire family moved from ireland to new york city and they heard whales um sure enough this seemed to coincide with their father falling ill And this was happening on a semi-regular basis. And uh, sadly, again, uh, the, the father seemed to be getting worse with his ailment. And they heard crows and cats and terrifying sounds from the alleyway. Well, sure enough, one night, one of the sons was looking out his window and he saw an elderly woman kneeling down in the alleyway, then looked up and had piercing red eyes, wailed and screamed, and then, sure enough, the sound of crows preceded the screams, and sadly enough, again, the father died within days of this final wailing of the boy seeing the banshee as well. So there may be a component of not only hearing, but seeing the banshee, because naturally they heard some wailing before that. So it's very interesting about what could a banshee be? Is it evil? Is it a gift? Is it some kind of hex? That will be completely up to you. But one thing that is common is that if you hear the sound of a banshee, someone is falling ill. And let's just hope that one day, if you hear the sound of a banshee, that you yourself do not feel ill. For Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. We'll see you tomorrow for the bonus episode.